It's time to talk gardening now and our horticulturalist Alton Nisbet joins me on the line. Alton, good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to yourself, Alton. Good to talk to you, Alton. We have a lot of questions coming in. I suppose it's an awkward time of year because you can't do much, especially with the rain that's fallen in the last few weeks. It's very hard to well, kind of get anything done. Well, I mean, things are going swimmingly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, absolutely. Everywhere is really saturated. Sun, and um, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely sunny. So, really, but I mean, because of a lot, a lot of the rain, it has been so mild as well mm. that there's, there's been so, such, um, I think, starting to bud out even already that there really shouldn't be. Like, I mean, even uh, the, the lovely rhubarb stools. Like, uh, uh, like this time of the year, it's a great time to start sorting out your fruit garden. And uh, I like um, uh, kind of getting your, your apples, your pears, your plums and getting the different varieties for your garden um, so that you have a good selection of fruit in your garden. Um, uh, and this is a great time to start planning that for, let's say, 2024. And so uh, there's nothing nicer than picking the, your, your own fruit for, from, from your own trees yeah. um, in, in your garden. Um, and there's such a, a wide variety of plants that you can use um, especially if you, now the thing which I wish of most fruit is it's important to have it in full sun and a sheltered site as much as possible. So again, uh, kind of, or, or if you have a very exposed site, go for plants that are much hardier that, that can take that um, kind of exposure. Now I like um, say with the apples, of course, um, you can have them um, lovely sweet apples or the cookers. Um, uh, uh, apples, which are the, the quite large ones, are almost the size of turnips. There's lovely varieties um, that have been t- tried and tested um, through the years, and especially for Irish conditions, that are quite good. So things like um, the Cox Orange Pippin, which is a lovely sweet apple, and that's quite an easy one to grow. It's not a particularly heavy cropper, but it does produce um, lovely uh, sweet sweet apples from it. Or then, of course, you have the Bramley Seedling, uh, um, which is a quite good c- cooking apple. And see, last year now, in twenty it was very, very good. Yeah. We had an actually an actual bumper crop of, of fruit um, because uh, of the weather was was quite mild as well. And a lot of the fruit trees uh, or fruit bushes tend to flower very early in the year, so it's very important to have them um, planted in a relatively sheltered area, so that when the flowers come out in in uh, early spring, that they don't get uh, any damage from any any late frost. So I think things like the pears, plums, um, even peaches things like that. If you have a high wall, plant them up against the wall so that the, the heat of the wall protects the, the flower buds from any, any late frost damage. Oh. Um, and so, so it give, gives it much more, more shelter. And so especially go for varieties that are self-pollinating. So there's a lovely one, um, the Victoria plum, which is particularly good. Um, or, or the opal, opal plum, and, and, and they're self-pollinating. Now, with the plums, they're probably one of the first things to come into flower. So um, always have those planted um, up near uh, a wall or in amongst sort of trees or shrubs so that it, uh, it protects them from any, any late frost. Um, the conference pear is a very good early, early flowering one as well. And conference um, uh, has this lovely creamy white flower that comes out in it. And again, it's a self-pollination variety of pear. Um, uh, again, so have those uh, up against the wall. Almost kind of an expal- uh, it's called a, a spallier um, shape uh, on the, the wall. So you almost have like a fan shape or, or this kind of, kind of a herringbone shape um, on the wall. And that's particularly quite effective. And, 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 and it's quite a nice uh, way to show off your fruit really as well. Yeah. Um, other things then, of course, are the lovely soft fruits. Things like the gooseberries, blackcurrants, 
um, or raspberries. And they're quite easy to grow, really. And you have lovely red currants, black currants and white currants. Um, these are things that, are, that you plant once and they keep coming every year with abundance of fruit um, and, and are, are quite easy, very good for the bees, of course, and the birds, yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to. Absolutely. Well, to go to, to some listener questions, because the first one kind of pertains to that uh, vegetables and fruit. A listener is asking, can I sow seeds now for outdoor flowers or vegetables? You can. And I, I will try to start sowing. Kind of more hardy um, uh, annuals. Things like um, the lovely wallflowers, um, uh, the, the, um, even the rockery perennials, or Brescia's arabis, Alison saxatile. Uh, th- these are quite um, easy um, plants to sow now. And, and start them off in a seed tray, um, just to speed up the, the, the growth of them. That, or, or these sometimes you can even throw and grow. They, they, they grow quite easily. A thing called calendula, pot marigold. Um, these are bright, bright orange, yellow flowers, uh, right to the whole summer. And they're a great plant, actually, because they're edible. The, you know, the flower yeah. is, is, is edible from, from head to toe. So it's quite quite a good um, one to have in your in your fruit garden or, or in in your vegetable garden as well. And I always like that kind of um, uh, interplanting with with other other or, or other um, plants. Yeah. Um, having uh, that are all edible as well, you know. So the lovely the thymes as well, the lovely creeping thymes, um, which are quite good. To sow, or even even uh, so, uh, things like the lovely rosemary and things like that. So there's quite lovely blue flowers on them, but again, are lovely herbs to have to have in your garden. Okay, a listener is wondering: Is it possible to take geranium cuttings now? Uh, really, with geranium, as long as you take them inside. And um, now, with the geraniums, you you must have a good firm stem on it, good vegetative growth on it. Generally, what I tend to do is take the cuttings now, even for a day or two, just to to let them dry up a little bit, um, and and then uh, put them into a lovely gritty compost. Now, we'd normally use fifty fifty of ordinary uh, a multi-purpose compost, which which um a, a silica sand. So it's nice and gritty, um, and that helps the roots to grow quite quickly for you. Now, you don't really have to have a rooting hormone with the geraniums because they grow quite easily. Um, and just put about five cuttings in, into each um, a nine centimetre pot, um, and that will, will uh, root quite quickly for you. Again, uh, have them inside. Don't allow it to dry out too much either, the cutting. And so always kind of have a little bit of um, a saucer at the base of the, the pot so that you put water in at the base of it. So, so it never gets too dried out. Okay. A uh, listener says, I have a magnolia in my garden. It appears to be dying. It's brown and black. A few of its green leaves are withering. What can I do? Uh, with magnolias, it, it, well, magnolia grandiflora, which is the evergreen one, um, and that sometimes has this kind of rusty leaf underneath it, which is the, which is the nature of it. But really, if you have this kind of thing called dieback on, on uh, one part of it, is to is to cut back to where there's good growth, where, where it's good and solid uh, on the stem. Um, and then use a thing called Arbrex Heal and Seal Paint on, onto the stump of it. So that protects the rock from going any further into the main main magnolia tree. Um, with magnolias, you should see lots of flower buds starting to form on them. These are quite large flower uh, buds that start form. The lovely one called uh, Magnolia stellata or, or Selangiana, which is the lovely tulip one. Um, uh, again, because uh, it's lovely now at the moment, over in miles, the, the flower buds are starting to form quite quickly. Uh, I would tend to put a fleece over them right. um, because it is going to get very cold in the next couple of weeks. So, so usually the month of January, February, it gets very cold. So just protect the buds from any frost damage is the main thing with magnolias. You can feed them um, with just a, a, a sequester of iron feed, just an acid feed that helps to boost them on to, to regenerate a bit of growth on them as well. OK, I'll have to leave it there because I'm out of time. There's a couple of questions coming in about moss, Alton, so we might 
Let's oh, yeah. uh, touch on that next week. Is that okay? That's no bother at all. Great. Thanks for that, Alton. Talk to you then. All the best. That's Alton Nesbitt okay. there, a horticulturalist and gardening expert with us here every Wednesday at around this time. So if you have any questions for him, you can log them with us by uh, text or email if you want. We'll bring them back to him again next week. That's it for this morning. Thanks for your calls and texts. Uh, Stephen is up next with the Time Tunnel and the Lunchtime Show. Owen oh, then taking you through the afternoon. I'm back with you tomorrow on Tip Today from 9am. Until then, have a great day. Tip Today with Fran Curry With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie